the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty So nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. We are back after a one-week COVID hiatus. Not our COVID, but COVID throughout the league made it, a, made it exceedingly difficult to provide any reasonable analysis. So we took a week off, but here we are. Your three-man booth is here. It's myself, the Cowboy, joined by Mr. John D'Amato. How you doing, John? Ah, great. Glad you guys are back, man. I missed you guys. We missed you too, John, and I'm sure the listeners. Um, I don't know how they got through Sunday without us. Must have been tough. Hopefully everybody's healthy. <laughs> and Cowboy Senior, Senior, how goes it? Hey, I'm hanging in there, ready for another good weekend of football. And, uh, you know, the man in the red suit comes Saturday and everything. So it's a, it's a good weekend coming up. Yes, sir. So happy holidays to everybody from your friends here at This Week in the NFL. Let's get right to it, guys. So we had an <clears throat> interesting week, to say the least. Interesting week 15. Um, interesting week in that the game of the week was on Thursday night, which isn't, um, isn't usually how it works. But the, the Chiefs, you know, I think I even finally came around before this game or I believed in them. And nice little win against the Chargers. What do you think, Senior? Oh, yeah, the- the Chiefs are the team to beat. I mean, it's totally official now in the AFC. The way their defense is playing and their offense starting to percolate. I mean, could be a little different this week. Like, I guess we're going to be able to say these things about every team, though. But it, it could be no, uh, no Kelsey and no Tyree Kill. So, but you know, they they can win with their defense. They've proven that. So, they are the team to be reckoned with, no doubt about it. They they did a nice job against the Chargers. Yeah, real exciting finish to the game. So not not a ton of offense through three quarters and then just an explosion in the fourth quarter and a real nice uh, get the ball in overtime, come down and score on the uh, without giving the, t- the other team a chance by Travis Kelsey, who um, had the game of his career, really, 190 yards receiving, a couple of touchdowns. So I agree with the senior. They do look like the team to beat, health withstanding, of course. And you, you alluded to it, Senior, but they, they could be without both Kelsey and Hill and a couple of other guys this week. Um, with the Steelers coming to town, the cockroach Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> who, who refused to die with a 1913 uh, win at home against Tennessee in a, in a game that anyone who watched it, you know, there's a lot of other things I'd rather be doing than watching a game that was played like that. Just an ugly game. The Titans really kind of gave it away, but the Steelers are seven and six in one, seven, six and one in the heart of the playoff chase. And they could be catching a real break this week, John. Yeah, yeah you, you got you hit it on the head. The, the Steelers, the, they're, they're not good enough to win a, a Super Bowl or anything, but they're not they're terrible enough to be uh, eliminated until until the final week. So that's that's pretty much been their story for the last uh, few years. And uh, it's because of the mediocrity of their division that they're still hanging around. And 
I, I know you guys don't don't like them, but uh, I, I wouldn't worry about them. That, that's probably a team that you'd want to play in the playoffs uh, first yeah. game. Good point. You know, I don't even with Kelsey and uh, Tyreek out. If the Kansas City defense stays healthy, I really don't see the Pittsburgh offense doing much against that Chiefs defense. I mean, I don't, I don't either. I mean, if they score double digits, that that could be a surprise. I mean, yeah, I mean the Chargers, the Chargers put up some points on them. Yeah, that's the Chargers. I mean, look at what the Steelers' offense looked. I know they won the game, but that offense did not look good against Tennessee. If Tennessee doesn't have those three ugly turnovers in a span of 10 plays, the Steelers don't score enough points to win it. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the best part of their offense this season has been Najee Harris running the ball. And I think he had like 18 yards on 12 carries. And I just... I don't. I just don't see it. I mean, I guess any every game is unpredictable right now because of COVID. But I think uh, the Steelers, the, the you know, the, they're going to use up one of their another one of their nine lives in this game. That they're, they're not beating the Chiefs. No way. I think without Hill and Kelsey, I mean, they have a real chance to win the game. The problem with the Steelers, it's almost the opposite, right? Of of what the Chiefs will be dealing with. Chiefs very good quarterback with just Nobody to throw the ball to. The Steelers, great weapons, horrible quarterback who shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. Um, and the backup's so bad that he can't play either. But it could be a real rock fight game in Pit, um, in Kansas City, which helps the Chiefs. But, I mean, I see like a 14-13 kind of game that could go that could go either way. And the Cockroach Steelers do have a tendency to, to pull those out. Um, if either Hill or Kelsey plays, I like the Chiefs by double digits. Um, that's not looking promising right now, but this game's definitely a candidate to get moved to Tuesday, which I'm sure Mike Tomlin is uh, <laughs> the Steelers faithful. Do not want to happen because they have no chance against a full-strength Chiefs team. But should be interesting a game with playoff imp- implications. And I don't like the Steelers, but you got to give them credit for for being up over 500 with a corpse at quarterback. Am I right, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to uh, stick with the Chiefs. Uh, their, their defense, uh, they hung in there versus the Chargers, of course. They, they were aided by the some Charger coaching decisions where, you know, maybe a few more field goals would have put some points on the board. But they still overall, they still did well. I, I mean, Mahomes handed uh, the Chargers seven points with the with that awful interception that, that led to 70 points. So, so other than that, they, they did hold the, the, the charges to 21 points. Despite the, uh, the coaching decisions, uh, the, the defense uh, hung in there. And also that was a, that, that was a rough play, like inches where the, you know, the poor guy landed on his head and uh, the, the, you know, on, on some, some of those fourth downs, even though you could question the decision, but the, the execution was, uh, was just, just, a you know, a bit off there. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there, there were some, some head scratch or analytics decisions this weekend, the chargers just continually refusing to take three and then losing it overtime. And the big one for the second time this season, John Harbaugh doesn't trust his team in overtime. This one was particularly egregious in my, in my opinion. So Packers beat the Ravens 31, 30, 
you know, I, you know, I know analytics doesn't account for momentum, but the Packers really didn't look like they could stop Huntley for, for at all at the end of the game. I mean, that kid was playing with all the confidence in the world in Baltimore, where if they win the toss, I think they're coming down and scoring a touchdown. I mean, it was very little resistance on that last drive. And the Ravens defense had just gotten a three and out. It just got in a three and out and Harbaugh just puts it all on the line on one play for the second time this season and um, comes up snake eyes. I didn't like the play they drew up. They, you know, you put, you put Mark Andrews out wide, which is not really what he does. You roll Huntley, right. Where he's only really can really only has the ability to throw it to Andrews. I mean, it's like a one, one man route and, you know, predictably, it got it got stopped. So, John, are you with me on this? Or I mean, I, I don't. I the people seem to think. I mean, I've seen a lot of analysis that this was the right move. Harbaugh said, "I thought it gave us the best chance to win the game." Right then, or whatever he said, something similar. What do you think? I got in a heated debate with uh, a young analytical uh, expert on uh, on one of the one of the Facebook chats. Uh, he 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 says that now if, he, if a team scores five touchdowns, and uh, the the statistics show that uh, you get the two point conversion of sixty percent of the time. So that's uh, so if the team does that, they they get six points, and out of the five uh, touchdowns, also the so the the extra points they get eighty percent. So six points over four points. That that that's what he's telling me. Uh, that that's what the analytics show. But but they didn't go for two every time. Just that yeah. time, and also that, <laughs> and also it's a more of a feel of the game uh, type type thing. So all the points you made, where uh, Green Bay was playing, uh, you know, the Ravens were playing well, had the momentum, their, their defense was stopping them, and but but also it's it's just uh, to, when your team fights that hard and just to put it down to to one play is tough. The the other instance. It, it was a good play, and Andrews was open, and actually it was Lamar Jackson kind of overshot him. Uh, but this time, uh, Green Bay knew exactly who was was getting the ball, and there were two Green Bay defenders right there. And uh, uh, Paul Huntley, he threw it; uh, it went right through uh, one of the defenders' hands, and it, and it went into the numbers of the other defender, and it went nowhere near Andrews. So uh, it was a uh, uh, Green Bay had that play sniffed out. So it, it, it's just kind of tough when when your team you know fights that hard, and you and you put to put it all on one play. Got to got to give him a better chance, but uh, it's uh, it's it's gonna be an, it's an ongoing debate. Uh, to 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 make, but football's more like a field game, uh, like like the first guy like a few years ago was Rivera when they gave him the name Riverboat Ron, and uh, a lot of the times he made it. It was just because you know his team had the momentum, and it, it was it was about you know you know the it was about feeling a momentum in the game. You know Riverboat Rivera didn't didn't go to a friggin' uh, you know, laptop and and come up with the you know a seventy two percent chance of uh, getting it. He, it, it's the feel of the game. That, that's what football is a lot of times. So to make it too uh, technical is, uh, uh, I'm not I'm not with it. But that seems to be the, the way it's going. I mean, in general, I'm I'm for going for it on fourth and short, fourth and two, fourth and three, in you know around midfield. I mean, that's when they were calling him Riverboat Ron when people weren't even doing that. Now everybody does that for the most part. And I think that does make sense. Um, but this one, like to just hang it on one play when your team, when you, I mean, and they're home, 
They're yeah. home. I mean, they have every everything working in their favor going into that overtime, other than Aaron Rodgers is on the other side of the field, which is a, which is a big thing. But they just got the three and out. They had just gotten the three and out, and you got to give your D. I mean, and not one, that, what if, you can win the, you toss, win the toss first of all. Win, right? That's if you win the toss, and Huntley's playing well, and Huntley drives him down because the Green Bay's defense was looking tired. So yeah, that's there's always that. The, the, yeah. Another factor is if you come down to where both teams come up short, you certainly have a huge advantage in the field goal kicker department. You know, right. if you got to kick like a 55-yard field goal or something, uh, I've got point. a whole lot more faith in uh, Justin Tucker than I do in Bing Crosby. You Definitely. Just had, I just had the feeling that if that game went into overtime, the Ravens had a great chance to win it. It's... To me, the time when you go for two, and I mean, you could say that the Packers are a better team, but to me, the time when you go for two on that is when you're pulling, when for your, your team winning would be a monumental upset that the other team is just way better than your team. And okay, I'm going to roll the dice and try and steal the game here. But you didn't have that feeling in this game at all. I think all I, of us had the same feeling, everybody watching it. The we did, but rolling, Harbor, they have momentum. Don't go yeah. for two. And what you said about this this uh, analytics kid that gave you that percentile, John. Well, if you look at the at the Ravens' percentage of going for two this year, I saw what it was, and it's well well under fifty percent mm-hmm. that they that they've converted. So mm-hmm. you're rolling the dice on a less than fifty percent play. The one other thing, and I, I mean, the kid was one of the star. I mean, you, if, if I looked at my stars of the week this week. I mean, Huntley was one of them in a losing effort, right? He he played an incredible game, but he's not a ton of experience. I think a more experienced quarterback. If you watch the play, uh, Hollywood Brown's coming across Broke the open, middle yeah. of the end zone, yep. wide open. Yeah. He just had to turn his head a little bit to see him. And if you, you know, the fact that Andrews was covered like a blanket. But, you know, the kid yeah. doesn't have much experience, and you're putting that play on him. I just, you know, the, the, the one consolation for me, is seeing it happen twice this year, seeing John Harbaugh fuck up and lose like that twice <laughs> brings me some great pleasure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I second that one, Senior. <laughs> you made a good point that, you know, where, where there was an upset, but but I think that's what he thought. He's like, oh, he was, like, intimidated by Aaron Rodgers. He's like, oh, this is our only chance to win it. I, I don't want to go to overtime and give the ball to, to Rodgers. But, and, and you don't of, know that you're going to lose the toss. It's 50-50. Yeah. Which is better better than you were at going for two. But instead of recognizing that his team had the momentum and was was outplaying them, he was more intimidated by it. like, oh, I don't want to give the, you know, I don't want to yeah. give him a chance. I mean, I, it's almost like selling out your team. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. right? Like, I saw him ask, you know, just like he did with Lamar. He asked Huntley. It looked like on the sideline, you want to go for it. What's the kid going to do? Say no. Yeah. I mean. To ask the kid is asinine. That he, yeah. the kid's not the fucking coach. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's too bad for the kid because he played. He, you know, I, 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 I get great pleasure out of Harbaugh making a fool of himself. <laughs> but I felt bad for that kid because that kid played a yeah. great. He really played well. I mean, he looks like he could. You know, you can't tell by one game, but yeah. I mean, he looks like. He could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, no, I think he made himself a lot of money. I mean, 
you know, Mike Glennon made himself a lot of money with no. doing doing less than that, right? So you, you should have said uh, Heineke. You could you could have given a better example. Like uh, he was it was more like a Heineke, uh, where, yeah. where he's, he'll get an opportunity next year. Yes, yeah, yes, he should. He definitely yeah. should. And so you have the Bengals, um, the Bengals at home against the Ravens this week. The Bengals coming off a, you know, uh, bully ball kind of. Uh, NFC Norris almost division game win against the Broncos. It was a big win for them. And Bengals Ravens, a huge game this week. I don't think the Bengals played great. The Broncos are a tough out at home. They have a good defense and and the Bengals won the game. In Cincinnati senior, who do you like here? It's a real toss up game. Yeah, I got, I, I, you know, no matter how I pick the Bengals, it tends to go the opposite. So, (laughs) If you're a betting, because I can't figure them out. If you're a betting man, I mean, bet on the Ravens. Because, I mean, I look at the game and I think the Bengals are a little bit of a better team and they're home. So I got to go with the better team at home. So I I like the Bengals. And real specifically, the, the strength, the Bengals have real strong skill position players on offense at receiver. And Burrow's, Burrow's obviously having a pretty good year. And the Ravens are just decimated in the secondary. So against a team like the Bengals, I feel like they almost have to win a shootout or a game, a typical Ravens game where they run the ball 45 times or something and control the clock. I just see more paths to victory for the Bengals. So I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. What do you got, John? Oh, boy. uh, We all pick them. We know they're losing. The North, <laughs> the North this year, uh, just when you think uh, you got to figure it out, and and especially like, like uh, the the Bengals handled them well that that first game, so it's it's all leaning towards the Bengals. So yeah, so the way the North has been going, uh, it, it's probably gonna be a, a Ravens Day uh, Sunday. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the clean sweep though. I'm going with the the Bengals. Uh, the, the, they're a little healthier and uh, and and I look for them to take advantage. But that uh. They, that that Denver game, if they they luckily knocked out a you know luckily for them, they, well it's tough to say lucky they, they took a vicious hit they knocked out Teddy Bridge and that that might have been the difference. Because... I don't know. I mean, Locke Bridgewater wasn't playing very well. I don't know that Locke's any worse than him. I mean, he's uh, that that uh, that turnover that kid made a great play. The the kid Kareem uh, made a great play to getting that fumble, which he almost uh, he almost fumbled it right back. Uh, luckily they got it. Uh, lucky he was down. Uh, yeah, turned. Yeah. So it took it took one great player for for the defense, but yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with the, the Bengals to take over this uh, this and uh, this AFC North uh, division. But uh, that that's one of the divisions. The winner of that division is uh is is gonna be easy fodder for that first round uh, uh, loss at home to to a wild card team. But if yeah. you look if you look at the division. And all I mean, I know it's a crazy division and it changes every week. But if you look at those teams, the one team who you could see having a chance to win a playoff game, I think the Bengals. Yeah. We look at their personnel; they're they're more of a threat than the other teams. Yeah. uh, Even though they're so hot and cold, they're so Jekyll and Hyde. But I mean, the Browns at full strength. The Browns at full strength can beat anybody because of the running game. But I don't think they're going to get in after that loss. Yeah, that that's typical of the division. The, the Browns, if uh, 
the, the Raiders, if Carlson misses that field goal, the Browns would have been in first place, but he makes it, and the Browns uh, uh, drop down to last place, and uh, probably, that, that probably eliminated him, that field goal. Yeah, I mean, I don't love Baker, but the Browns are good at the trenches. Good oh, yeah, pass Miles, rush. Miles yeah, Garrett probably, could pick up the game. Probably they have Baker, they win that game, too. You know, I know you don't love Baker. but Yeah, I mean, but he's better than He probably uh, wins Mullins. that game for. Mullins off the street. I mean, that's it's a tough. I mean, they got shot out in the first half. You know, it's a nice win for the Raiders. Gut check win for the Raiders. They, you know, you, you got to be happy for them with all the all the bullshit they've dealt with this season. But it's a it's such you know there's so so many teams seven and seven, eight and six that you know this stuff turns one or two games. The Browns are probably you know on their way to elimination this week, having to go to Green Bay on Saturday. I mean, it's a brutal, brutal assignment. And I mean, Green Green Bay kind of looks like. If you know if you got to pick someone out of out of the NFC right now, that would they 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 are certainly the favorite, and I don't see the Browns going into Lambeau and winning. Do you guys? No, not at all. Green Bay is pretty much uh, a lock for that one seed. Uh, the schedule is very friendly for the for for the last three weeks. So. But as much as he's a weird guy, he's having another great year. You know, you gotta you gotta give it to Aaron Rodgers. He's a great <laughs> but he is one hell of a quarterback. I mean, he's he's freaking phenomenal. Oh yeah, I mean he's one of the, you know, he's on that short list of best quarterbacks of all time. He's incredible. Great. It's looking like it's going to be back to back MVPs right now. Yeah, it's still time. I think they may find out, find a way not to give it to him because of the, because of the, because it's the media voting. Yeah. Guys. So that brings you to it, to a dark horse candidate and senior. And I watched this game together. Patriots lost to the Colts 27 to 17. Jonathan Taylor continued to run roughshod on the NFL. The Colts obviously jumped out to a big lead. The Patriots furious comeback, but Fell a little bit short. Um, the way, what I took away from the game, I mean, the Patriots, the, the way they, the way they're set up is they kind of have to thread a needle, right? They're, they're a very, very good team, but they're a very, very good team without a real high-powered offense, and so they absolutely cannot afford to make mistakes, right? And they, they make mistakes. They can't kind of make up for it like a team like the Chiefs or someone can. They can lose to anybody. And yeah, the um, the blocked punt and a number of turnovers, number of stupid penalties, and they couldn't overcome it. Now I think I think they're going to be fine, but I think it was in some ways Bill might look at this game as as not the worst thing in the world because it really gave him a lot a lot of material to work on during the week. What do you think, senior? Yeah, and the one the one biggest thing you talk about the mistakes. I mean, we know how much pride Bill and the Patriots take in special teams. And they lost the game by 10 points and seven scored on a blocked punt. And they got three more on a field goal that was missed and we jumped in, uh, somebody jumped offside. These are, these things are going to be cleaned up. That's an aberration. The Patriots always outplay you on special teams. You know, I'm, I, they'd won so, you know, they'd won so many games in a row. You're bound to lose, right? And, uh, I can the one positive I can take from the loss is that you know Matt had his troubles early throwing the pick and everything, but he really kept his composure and 
really brought them back into the game. And I think that that could bode, bode well for us in the future. And as a Patriots fan, I'm not I'm not all that all bummed out about about the loss. I mean, it's one loss and I think they're going to bounce back this week and take care of Buffalo. And the Colts are a really good team. A pre- really preemptive, good team. preemptive pre- uh, prediction. We there were watching the game together, and, what, and I told you, I think, I'm sure you remember me saying it before the game. I know what the records, the overall records of the teams in the AFC say, but I considered the Colts the the number three team in the conference going into that game behind Kansas City and the Patriots, especially a team that's a, that's equipped to play playoff football where they can run the ball, they play good defense. If they get good play out of Wentz, you know, they're so good enough to beat they're good enough to beat anybody. They they a, that's a really good team the Pats lost. It is. That last that last the Pats can beat, if we play it, they play them again and I think the Pats can beat. Them. Obviously, I think the Pats can beat them. That last one's the massive if is can you can you can you go through a playoff run without Wentz losing a game for you because he he was awful, he was absolutely atrocious yeah, in this well. game, yeah. and I he mean it's so like anything. So he's a guy like when he's not playing well, like he, you know, he takes a lot of chances. So he's like it's not just incomplete passes, like it's turnovers, and that'll kill you in the playoffs. Almost considered that he's been lucky this year to have turned the ball over as little as he has. You know, because if you watch him play, you see a lot of plays where you go, oh, no, and he kind of gets away with it. But he has had a, a pretty good year. But you're right to go, you know, to make that run through the playoffs. It would be that that's what makes it hard for him. But they're a good football team. Yeah, I, I mean, know, I got a lot of respect for them. It reminds me a lot of the Titans, right? When like with Henry going completely nuts last year and they 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 fizzled out eventually but they they can beat anybody because that kid what their line's awesome and that kid i mean is i think he's the best you know with henry hurt he's the best running back in football there's no question about it and i think he's got a a real if they get if they can continue to win and he just continues to play like this i think he's got a shot to to win the mvp which i know always goes to a quarterback but you know, we'll get to Tampa, but I think that ship kind of he was Brady was the favorite. And I feel like that ship has sailed. Um, and are they going to want to give it to Rogers after kind of deceiving the press? Like it's a pretty it's not a great look for the league. I don't think if Rogers if Rogers wins it after that stuff. And I mean, I think I think you would have to have Taylor and Mahomes, I guess, next, right? If the Chiefs go, if the Chiefs win out, Mahomes yeah. could win it. Well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go non-quarterback, I know what you're gonna say. It'll never yeah, happen. Uh, yeah, it's real easy to say. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> you gotta. You also gotta consider Cooper Cup. That's uh, yeah. Uh, he's it, unbelievable. Everybody, everybody knows they're throwing the ball to him, and nobody can cover him. It's never happened. Doesn't mean it can't, but it's never happened. So, a, lot, a lot can happen in these three weeks. Yeah. Whichever guy goes on a big so, roll in so three weeks. Let's talk. We gotta let's talk about both these teams next game. So first, the uh, Bills Patriots. Senior's given us his prediction. I think it's a real tough game for the Pats, just like the last one. I think the teams are real evenly matched. It's a it's a coin flip game for me, but I'll pick the Patriots because they're home. What do you got, John? 
I'm going to go Buffalo uh, again. I, I, they got burnt last time. But uh, is uh, one thing I noticed about the Patriots, though, their, their offensive MVP is uh, Damian Harris, and uh, he was out. So is is he going to be playing uh, this Questionable. Week? It's a maybe. Yeah, but I think uh, uh, Buffalo, like the second half of that Tampa game, they got a little of their mojo back, uh, which kind of got them passed, even though they didn't play uh, overwhelmingly uh, great versus the Panthers. So uh, I, I look for them to uh, get the get back on uh, on the Patriots in a close one. All right, and then we have the Colts. Um, the Colts go, are, play, are going to Arizona. We can talk for a minute about the Cardinals. Real bad loss. Very much kind of a sky is falling sentiment around the league now for the Cardinals. Like, is it they do they miss Hopkins? Kyler hasn't looked the same since he came back from the injury. They just got thumped by the Lions. Um, I still have faith in them. I think it's a little bit of an aber. I think that game was an aberration, obviously. Um, Kingsbury still like they're not just not disciplined sometimes. And I blame him for that. But they that that's a real tough game with Indy going to Arizona, and I I like the Cardinals to bounce back and win this, and I'll probably be on the island in that one. I just think they're a better team than what they've shown the last two weeks, and they're going to come out with a sense of urgency at home, and Kyler is going to play a real Kyler game, and you know Taylor is going to get his. But I like the Cardinals in a close game. I think they have a you know little, little bit of a better defense, even though they didn't play like it last week. What do you guys got, John? You can go first. Well, they 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 can't play any worse. Uh, losing to the Lions in embarrassing fashion. Uh, it's uh, it's what we've seen of the Cardinals the last couple of years. Uh, they start swooning towards the uh, the end of the season. Uh, they don't peak at the right time under this coach. Uh, the, a lot of they were playing over their heads a little early, and then now with with the injuries, uh, I don't see it. I, I see two teams going in opposite directions, and uh, I, I, I say that uh, that continues with the Colts uh, getting the W. Yeah, and I mean the one thing, John, you make a good point is is it the coach or, and I, I will see this year, right? Because it happened last year. Or is it you know Kyler? Kyler's a little guy. He's a little guy. And he runs a lot. And it's, 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 you know, the thing that makes him so dynamic is that he's, I mean, he's the fastest guy on the field, right? I mean, he's more, his just elite, elite athleticism, where if he's where, is he wearing down from the little bumps and bruises that you get over the course of the season, little nagging injuries, where if that athleticism ticks down, even just one, right, where now he's, it's, it's, it, it, it kind of just impacts the whole team. So I think that there's a case to be made for that. Dad, what do you think? Yeah, I think the Colts roll over. Not not a blowout, but I think the Colts take it, handle their business. I agree with what John said, two teams going in, the, in opposite directions. And I think it's that time of year where teams that can play solid defense and run the ball old-fashioned football is is very successful at this time of year. So yeah, I I gotta go with the Colts. And and just another comment about the Cardinals game last week. It's not really about the game, but have you ever seen a guy who's won with a with two wins on the season be as popular as Dan Campbell is? I mean 
I mean, the national media is talking about him like he's like coach of the year. He's, he's just, I guess he, he is really likable, and he's got that garbage team playing really hard. But there's no doubt that, he, you know, usually he'd be on the hot seat with two wins. There's no doubt he's coming back. No, he is. I mean, it's I pretty think amazing that, story that the guy's getting those kind of all this praise and he's got two wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, to be fair, I mean, they fought and they looked like they were not going to win a game. I mean, they, they, they could have five, five, five or six wins. I mean, they've lost some games at the end. And I think you said it where he does have them playing hard. And Goff, as as awful as he looked early in the year, he's got, got Goff has been playing better. Like I mean, he looked, so he's been serviceable the last few weeks, and I mean, and it, I think just kind of that having the team show up every week in the face of adversity, you can tell the players love him. The players are, you know, die for the guy. He really has their backs, even though they lose. You know, he always has their backs. Yeah. So. Man, I can- I think the guy's a hell of a coach. I agree. I don't know if he's a hell of a coach. You know, you don't know if he's a good X's and O guy and all that. I don't know enough about that, right? But, but as far as a motivator and as far as, you know, as far as that in, in the press, you know, he lives and dies with it too. When they lose, he's he's in the press conference crying. You know, like like he's he's a pretty likable guy who I think does deserve a, another chance. It's not like. Like, I mean, their roster coming into the season, it's not like people thought they were going to be good. You know, this is about this is about what you'd expect. And, you know, the, the, they're improving. The defense always plays hard. The defense always plays hard. And I mean, to give up 12 points to the Cardinals is, is an accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, even, even though, you know, maybe not the same without D-Hop, too. Is he playing this week, as far as you know? No, he's on IR. They said That's the right. earliest the earliest he would be back is the NFC That's title right. game. Uh, you say it. I saw that. Yeah, that's so. That's a big loss. That's a big blow to the Cardinals, too. Obviously, you know, huge. Yeah, yeah, very. You know, your most dynamic offensive player. Mm-hmm. Huge loss. And I mean, AJ Green could go down at any time. It's a tough situation there. I got faith in them. I, I think they're. I think they're. I've been saying. I think they're a real team. Real teams have bad weeks. This is a real test for them. If they get blown away, I mean, the Cardinals are going to be the team everybody wants to play in the playoffs. But I, I just, I just have a feeling the way the, the league has gone this year, um, with with a lot of parity, I think everybody's on the Colts in this game, and I think the Cardinals take care of them, potentially with the Wentz being uh, being the the reason. <laughs> There you go. All right, you're on Cardinal Island. Riders with me, I'm sure. Riders, that's right, Riders riding yeah. with me. The, the dead cat bounced from the worst game uh, they played all year. So exactly. They, they I mean, a dead cat bounce is a tough way. <laughs> How about just a bounce, John? How about yeah. just a bounce? All right, next up, Sunday night football. We had the Saints go to Tampa. And shut out the Buccaneers. I have some thoughts here, but I want to turn it over to John without giving any of my thoughts. What do you see here? What I see here, uh, uh, the coach was out. And uh, Dennis Allen, defensive coordinator, and uh, took over the coach. That That's uh, four out of five uh, games where the, they destroy. And uh, I have a very uh, dear friend of ours, uh, Mr. Steve Ben, will tell us that it should have been five out of five if it wasn't for Jared Cook 
fumbling in the playoffs. It would have been five out of five uh, that how they own the uh, Tampa. So, so somebody will be hiring uh, Dennis Allen uh, next year as, as head coach. Him and uh, Doug Peterson will probably be the first two guys uh, snapped up uh, for the coaching openings. Uh, just a just a, ma- a masterful job. Uh, he was in. Uh, he is pretty much. He pretty much had the Tampa's playbook. Uh, of course, it helps that. Uh, he he got great play from his uh his front four. Cam Jordan was was in Brady's face all night. So just uh, terrific for them. And 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 you know the Saints uh they went through that 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 horrible losing streak. They had the they had the pretty much uh, forfeit games when you when you throw out uh, Trevor Simeon out there and and they bounced back and uh, they got a good shot at the at the wild card now. So great performance for them. And and on the other hand, Tampa pretty much uh, pissed away any chance at a at, at a bye week. It's pretty much right in Green Bay's lap. I don't see them uh, dropping any of the last three games, so they they pretty much got an easy pass to the to the number one seed. So Tampa's gonna have to do it again like last year without the bye. I think these injuries for Tampa are real, real, real trouble for them. What I saw is, I mean, that the the Saints' offense did nothing the whole game. I mean, nothing. Right? They couldn't get anything going, which was almost to be expected. The way you beat Tampa is to throw on them and Taysom Hill. That's not really his thing. So it was a bad matchup for the Saints offense from the beginning. But as soon as Godwin went down and then Evans and and then Fournette, I mean, it looked and this isn't a knock on Brady. I mean, he's 44 years old. But if you think about Brady's last year in Foxborough, that's about what his weaponry looked like was after those guys went down. And he couldn't get anything done. And but I you think can't, you can't use that. Uh, and now with what's going on, every team's got uh, injuries. So you got to play with the. You got to you got to figure out to make it work with what you have. Uh, oh yeah, no, I agree, and I don't think yeah. they can. So I think I think I think the Godwin injury eliminates them from Super Bowl contention. I would just I, I I don't think they I don't think they can make the Super Bowl. I don't think they can win a playoff game without him. And without Evans, if Evans doesn't play this week and if Fournette's obviously not going to play this week, I think the Panthers will beat him. I just think it's with with that offense, without the weapons, he, he is not they, – they, I mean, they're going to have Antonio Brown back, but he's not the 30-year-old Brady where, you know, he's got Rache Caldwell and uh, – you know, the other guy, the other guy out there is his number one receivers. And they can still move the ball. We saw this in New England and they, 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 they couldn't do anything on offense without, without weapons. And he's with the weapons. He's great. And he's the MVP without the weapons. I mean, they're, I, I think, I think they're like, a they're not very good is what, and, uh, and that, that, that's what I saw in this I, I wouldn't lose huge, um, huge, huge red flag. Make it work. I still saw. got, still got Gronk, uh, you know, maybe he'll, uh, Scotty Miller might get back. Uh, he'll, he'll make it work. He'll find a way to make it work at least versus, uh, the Panthers who they also played the last week of the season. So, uh, another weird schedule. And there's a lot of instances like that. Uh, some weird schedule where they, uh, so they they got cakewalk. Uh, they got the Panthers, Jets, Panthers. So they should at least uh, be able to win uh, two out of these three. Yeah, I mean they gotta get they gotta get their guys back, and Godwin's not coming back, and it's and you don't know if Fournette's <laughs> coming back, and Evans is week to week. I mean I I don't know. I mean maybe I'm overreacting, but I mean they look horrible, horrible. They couldn't even get a I mean, Gronk as great as Gronk is. I think he was thriving and in, in not being the focal point of the defense. Very difficult guy if he's the second or third option. 
if he's the first option, I don't think he can really get that done anymore either. Yeah. So I, I just saw giant red flags. What do you think, senior? But you you got to get the Saints credit though, because that was uh, because like I said, they beat him. That's uh. That's oh, they a, played great. No, they I, played. Their defense played great. I mean, they shut him out. It's a great. Great defensive performance. And they beat them early in the year when uh, when Tampa had all their weapons. So and and also twice last year. So you got to give uh, the Saints and Dennis Allen a lot of credit. A lot, they they get a lot of credit from me, but it's not like, I mean, it's an accomplishment, right? To if you, if you give up 17 points to the Buccaneers. Yeah, but and shot. I think and that's a probably about where they were headed until those injuries, right? They were moving. They were at least moving the ball a little bit. But it was just really, to me, it was just really, really eye-opening how little they could get done. I mean, they couldn't do anything, nothing. I mean, I was watching the game, and I thought they were going to win the game 7-6, Tampa Bay, on some bullshit. because Tampa. But as soon as the Saints – I said all the Saints need is three because there's zero chance that Tampa can score twice in this game. Yep. What, what do you think, Senior? I, I agree that the, especially the Godwin injury was huge because he was having a field day. What the heck, he already had like six or seven catches. And he, you know, that's but he also guy. had about a 40-something percent target share over the last that, – that wasn't just yeah, in that game. I mean, he's he's like, a, yeah, he's a security – he's the guy. He's, uh, he's the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman on that team. You know, he's that, that guy that runs those little inside routes from the slot, and, and Brady's always loved throwing to that guy. Yeah, I mean they got to get some people back to be a threat. There's no doubt about that. And yeah, and the fact that Godwin is done definitely really hurts them. But if they get all the other guys back, they could still be a threat in the playoffs. You know, especially now you remember you're, you're adding Antonio. So you know, if Antonio is Antonio, which he is, and if Evans comes back and Fournette comes back, that's still a formidable. Uh, formidable, you know, skill set players. It, it's not, you know, it's it's one less. I mean, what they had was like an all-star team of skill players, you know. So, yeah, I mean, he'll definitely miss God, Godwin because Godwin's his security blanket, no doubt. But I think that's still a good offense if they get those other guys back. Yeah, if nobody, if nobody comes back, if Evans doesn't come back, Fournette doesn't come back, then they're not very good. They got nobody this week. You think the Panthers can beat them? The Panthers are terrible. <laughs> the Panthers are terrible, and they do have Antonio Brown. We know that much. I still, I think they still beat the. I, you know, John said two out of three. I, you know, unless they really lay an egg, they should, they should win all three of those games. Yeah, yeah. So the Panthers are about eleven point underdogs this week. You That's said my... you talked about the matchup with with. Uh, Taysom Hill. How about the matchup with Cam Newton against a team that's great against the run as Tampa, probably the best team, best defense against the run in the league that the way to beat him is to throw on him. You really got to count on Cam. I think you'll, I think you'll get some PJ in this game. That's not much better. (laughs) (laughs) He's awful too. Let's be honest. 13, 10, 13. Neither one of them is a better passer than Taysom Hill. 13, 10. Panthers upset special. Okay. Okay, I'll go. I'll That's contention on Evans not playing. <laughs> I'll still ride with the Bucks as long as Antonio is in there. I'll ride with the Bucks. Wow, you guys lost faith in Tom like that. Come on, man. It's not. I, I mean, lost I, faith in Tom, but he can't do it with no players. If he all can't. those guys don't come back, I mean, you saw, you know, ride him. 
we saw Tom play a whole season with the Patriots his last year, and the offense was very ineffective because they didn't have any players. You got to have somebody to find a way. He'll find a way. You got to throw it to somebody. (laughs) But I still think they beat they they beat the Panthers and the Jets. Like, come on. It's the Panthers and the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I won't go so far as to pick the Jets, regardless, regardless of the outcome of this game. Um, all right, another another team, kind of the, the Indianapolis of the NFC, the Niners. Oh, yes. They're, they're, they're hot. Similar, very similar kind of team, in my opinion. Um, Well-coached, great, uh, great, great running game, very balanced. They have the jackknife, I'm sorry, Swiss Army knife. Debo Samuel, very good defense, very good pass rush. They're on a roll. They wipe out the Falcons, which is what they're supposed to do. And that sets up um, a very interesting Thursday night game tomorrow night with the Niners going to Tennessee. Uh, feels like a, like a John D'Amato, two teams going in different directions game. Um, in this one, I believe, I believe in the Niners more than I believe in the Colts. And I don't believe in Tennessee at all, at all, at all, at all. And I like the, the Niners on the road to go into Tennessee and further further dampen the uh, Titans' hopes of uh, getting a high seed. Senior. Yeah, you've been talking about the Niners. Like, there's another team that's playing that kind of football, right? Come playoff time, they, they play they play real good defense. And as you alluded to, they run the ball and Debo does all kinds of stuff. But they're their hot streak has kind of is hasn't it kind of gone parallel, especially with their offense, to when Kittle came back. Yeah, I mean he makes a huge defense. I mean a huge difference defense in in their running game as well as they, I mean he's been great as a receiving tight end, and I think he's the best blocking tight end of the league. I mean he just yeah. pancakes guys all over the place. He's He's on. He's an unbelievable player. And yeah, I really like the way they're playing, and it's hard to like the way Tennessee's playing right now. They're, they're not the same without Derrick Henry. So yeah, I'll, I'll go along with you and take the Niners. Yeah, tonight. I mean Kittle is very much. That's a great point. Kittle is Gronk 2.0. Yeah. You know, where you guy like awesome. I mean, because you talk about the best tight ends in the NFL, right? You, Kittle and Kelsey. Um, he's the Kelsey, most complete. Kelsey might be a better receiver. It's close, but but Kittle. It's like it's just like Gronk and now still, but especially in his primes, like having another offensive tackle out there in the in the, in the running game. I mean, he's a great, great, great player, and he's an emotional leader of the team too. You know, I think he really means a lot to them. Obviously, he means a lot to them. So yeah, yeah. I, I like the Niners in that game big time. Clean sweep, Mister D'Amato. Uh, the the Niners are like a, one of the hottest teams in the league, and the the Titans are not, not the opposite. So uh, I I just, I just got a feel it's it's going to level out. Um, at home, uh, I go with the Thursday night uh, home, uh, and Tennessee get, gets a little right and and comes up with a good game. There you go. Same 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 rationale I had for the Cardinals yeah. pick. They, 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 Tennessee pretty much played their their, their worst games. The worst games are behind them. They they can only get better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, their offense are relying on Tannehill. Uh, that that's not it's not a confident pick at all. Uh, they they really uh they they look rough uh, the last few weeks here. They uh, they they've they've only beaten the ja- the Jags in the last uh, few weeks. Uh, so uh, I, I look for them to finally get it right. 
and have come out with a good game. And the Niners the other way. They've been playing they've been playing per just about perfect. So things will even out. Just a hunch. And then I hate to even talk about it, but I, I had a little faith in the Bears this week. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, and, and, oh, my God. The only, it was like, the only thing that gives me faith is only because Tim is the greatest guy. But, uh, it was uh, a <laughs> Bears fan. Never, never again will I have, quote, unquote, faith on the Bears. Because it was like the whole game was like a root canal. They should have won that game by 20 <laughs> points up and down the field, up and down the field. And they can't, you know, mistakes in the red zone. They can't punch it in. Oh, oh my God. Like just just losing football. And I mean, I guess it, you got to you got to hang it on Nagy. Right. I mean, it's just I mean, their defense played great. Not good. Great. I mean, there's a the whole game long. I mean, they 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 were fired up. I mean, they, they, you know, they took a couple of <laughs> penalties they shouldn't have. But, too fired up. <laughs> but I mean, they, I mean, they held a good offense. Cousins to 86 yards passing, and uh, it's just like, like it's a game where you watch the game, and it's just going to be so frustrating to, you know, be that good in between the 20s, and then as soon as you're in the red zone, it's, I don't know, just ugly. I just oh, feel, feel bad for him. So <laughs> the Bears go into Seattle this week. Seattle, I don't know if they would have won the game, but they got kind of hosed at the end against the Rams. That was, uh, you know, one of the more obvious pass wow. interference calls. I mean, they always call that where the guy comes back. The guy didn't turn his head, he ran right into him, grabbed his arm, fourth down, and these idiots swallow the whistles. It's like the kind of the kind of non-call where, like, like it makes you – yearn for instant replay. It was ugly. But the the Rams didn't play great in that game, but they got a W. They took care of business at home. And they get a um, Rams-Vikings this week. Rams at Minnesota this week. Which is, I don't even know how to pick that game. Minnesota's the most the difficult team in the league to predict. <laughs> they play every... every- all you know with Minnesota, it's gonna come. It's gonna be less than a touchdown. It's gonna be. A they're gonna. Score. They're gonna go ahead by double digits, and then somehow, the game's gonna be close. They tried like hell to do it against the Bears. The Bears just couldn't do any. They got to the red zone seventeen times and got no points. But it's hard not to pick the Rams. It's in Minnesota. The Rams didn't look that good. I'm gonna pick Minnesota. Right, I'll take the Rams. You can break the tie, Johnny. Nah, I'm going with the I'm going with the Rams. Uh, I, I think they're uh, that three game uh, uh, loser streaks behind them. Uh, Von Miller settling into that defense. Uh, uh, Cup is unstoppable, and and uh, they should be getting Higby back, which uh, which hurt them. They kind of limited their offense. And uh, the guy had a he had a decent game a couple games ago. He didn't do much last night, uh, Mr. Beckham. But uh, you know he might make a play or two. So I, th- I think the the Rams are going to roll and, and take over that division. I mean the Tuesday thing is weird, but I mean yeah. they it's just, it was just a weird week, a lot of low scoring games. But I mean the Seahawks don't have a good defense, and the Rams only scored twenty points. But I think the game's kind of a coin flip. So I'll be on Vikings Island. I'm going to give you guys the Vikings horn. <laughs> hey, that's cool. <laughs> so, I know I, I feel like 
all the episodes we've been doing it we've been doing one form of sports show or another for the last six years and i feel like like what just happened right there was was our peak <laughs> that's what we've been building toward is that that horn all right guys i think we covered everything john i i there's nothing to talk about with the giants right just nah is what it I, is. I was uh oh, we, we were chopping up and we were waiting for your technical difficulties that uh how uh, a few weeks ago that that Monday night game looked like a real uh, shit box, but it's it's pretty intriguing. The uh, both teams are still alive, uh, Saints and uh, Dolphins. That should be a it's gonna be it's gonna be my kind of game. A nice thirteen to ten. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. It should be. I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins in that game. It's 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 a tight one. I, I like how they I like how they've been playing. I mean they've won what is it seven and six in a row? Six in a row, right? I think it's seven. Because they were one and seven. Yeah. And now they're seven and seven, right? That's they're rolling. Oh, okay, yeah. But I mean, they're rolling. But I mean, they could have very easily lost that game to the Jets. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, two or three with the big pick six in the, in the fourth quarter. I mean, they they yeah. kind of pulled that game out of the fire. But the Saints' offense looked awful in that game. In the game against Tampa, and the Miami's got a good D. I think it's going to be. It'll be a low-scoring game, but I think Miami's offense is just a little bit better. They should have Waddle back. For this game and um who knows maybe duke johnson is now all of a sudden going to be uh going to be one of those like late fresh legs running backs who has a few good weeks i like that i like the saints uh Co- coach payton should be back and uh i, I think they're going to keep that momentum going now that, that was a huge uh that was a huge uh win for them I, I predict that the Dolphins will score more points in that game than the Bucks did against the Saints team. Pretty, pretty bold. <laughs> That's really my prediction. Going out on a limb there. Senior, you got to break the tie. Yeah, I like the Dolphins. I'll go with the AFC East team. That's rolling. They're really rolling. I, I really like the way they're playing. So I think they got a little more than the Saints. I, I agree with you a little more on, on the offensive side. It's two really good defenses. So take the Dolphins to. Yes. 16-10, Dolphins. Either of you guys have an upset special? Lions at, Lions at Atlanta? I thought about that one. Is that really an upset? Ahead, I mean, uh, if, they, if they go to Atlanta and win, I think it's an upset. They're probably... <laughs> I'll take the Lions. <laughs> I don't like the Atlanta looks like a team that's dying. I like the Lions' spirit. I... I'll take the Lions to beat. All right. How about you, John? WFT maybe in Dallas? Uh, that's another. Uh, that, that's another salty. Uh, I don't know why they didn't flex. Uh, they should have flexed the uh, Pat's Bills to a Sunday night. I know they like uh, NBC. They like the big Cowboys. Uh, WFT. Uh, you know they they love the big rivalry and for the ratings. But they should have flexed the uh, Bills Pats or even a. Uh, Bengals or Ravens? Uh, I, I think they, had, they they probably had the Ravens too many times on Sunday night. This, I mean anything, honestly. This, yeah, because right, Washington's, like, Washington's cooked. Uh, they, they gave it a good fight. Even th- that last game a couple weeks ago versus the Cowboys, uh, they 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 almost came back on him. If if that kid made that catch uh, when Kyle Allen was in there, if that kid caught him, made that catch, uh, had a catch right on his fingertips, they yep. might have. They might have pulled the upset, but yeah. I mean, they played with some heart last night, undermanned because of COVID, but I think you can stick a fork in them. Yeah, when you're down to your third-string quarterback, although he's, you know, he's better than some teams' uh, second-string quarterback. uh, Pittsburgh. 
No comment. Yeah, Giants too. <laughs> oh gosh. From from is from starting? Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been announced yet. But, uh, I mean, he can't be any worse. Yeah, fucking giraffe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Glennon is regressed. If as sad as that is, I mean, he used yeah. to at least be serviceable. Yeah, that's. And, uh, I mean, that's typical uh, of uh, Gettleman and Giants. And they had uh, they had McCoy and Cooper Rush, a lot of uh, back you know decent backups, and they 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 saved a couple million. And they they went with Glenn, and so that's that's what you Maybe get. Maybe Fromm will show something. Probably not. No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think he's really an NFL quarterback. Nah. All right, guys. So to all our listeners, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, however you celebrate. John and Senior. Also, love you I'm sure, guys. I'm sure we'll be talking, but it's been it's been a heck of a year. I think we're going to get one more show in for the uh, the big this week in the NFL New Year spectacular. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm happy we're able to get this in, even with uh, even with all the COVID around and stuff. I hope hope you guys stay safe, and it's always yeah. a pleasure. Uh, thanks, guys. Don't leave me on the island. <laughs> all right. Happy holidays, guys. You're on only on Long Island. That's the only yeah. island you're on by yourself. <laughs> all right. So, Tim and all the other listeners, sorry I had to trash the Bears, Tim, but it is what it is. Hope you're buying for a higher draft pick now. Doug Peterson, a famous uh, Super Bowl winning coach, who, who, who has, you know, and I know it's a touchy subject for who I'm talking to. He pulled, he outcoached the uh, the genius and uh, his his shining moment. I think he's going to be the next Bears coach. There you go. There's a there's a prediction. Doug Peterson. I I mean, it Foles is already there, right? You get the whole band back together. <laughs> the Chicago special is going to be in the playbook. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I'll I'll always re- the thing I'll always re- real quick. The thing I'll always remember about that Super Bowl is what's more, what's more of a Lions thing. That to announce, you know, announce that your your the Patriots defensive coordinator is going to be your head coach before the Super Bowl. He's just going to coach this one more game. In that game, Tom Brady, it's through. It's the most yards anyone's ever thrown for in the Super Bowl, right? And no, uh, no picks. Then get one stop. We didn't punt. The Patriots no punt. didn't punt. <laughs> and and Nick Foles, Nick Foles, matched that drive for drive against that defense so has, has there ever been a fan base less excited about a coach coming coming in it's like in the nba who was it who was it that they signed well it was the um the, the wizards they signed andre blatch to that big extension and then amnesty them before it even kicked in yep. same same deal just unbelievable anyway all right, so for John and for Cowboy Senior of the Cowboy, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Enjoy the games, and everybody have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas.